Time now for a weekly wellness update from our wellness expert. She's on Instagram at Go With Your Gut. Here is Laura DeSanctis, who joins us once again on a Thursday here on Global News Radio. Laura, good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. Good afternoon. Okay, holiday season. And this week, we thought we would discuss kind of making your physical and mental health a priority during the holidays. Yeah, especially how I find that right around the holidays, people have this all or nothing mentality. It's like, I'm going to go all in. I'm going to eat super healthy. And then they go to a holiday party. Maybe they consume a few alcoholic beverages or more than one or two. Um, Maybe they have some holiday cookies or a few gingerbread lattes. And then they kind of fall off the rails. So I find this is such an interesting time when it comes around the holiday season. Because right after that, when it hits January, people are like, okay, I'm going to be healthy again. But I think today it's best we're going to discuss about how we can make those like simple shifts so we don't have to ditch that all or nothing mentality um, during the holiday season. Yeah. And is that part of it is kind of ditching that all or nothing mentality? Do we have to be kind of real with ourselves and know, listen, we're coming into the season where there's parties, family uh, gatherings. It's okay mm-hmm. to celebrate. And I think we want to celebrate this year after, you know, the pandemic last year essentially kind of canceled Christmas that uh, there's, you know, a lot of pent-up emotion, if you will. People want to get back together, particularly with a family, and to give yourself permission to enjoy that. That's right. And I'm all about, as a holistic nutritionist, I'm all about having that balance. I mean, sure, there's going to be, we're going to be around our friends, or our family, and a routine may be thrown off with our, our fitness or our um, lifestyle and our diet. But, I mean, there are there's going to be those certain temptations when it comes to food. And I always like to tell people, like, have some balance in your life. So if you know there's going to be certain foods, don't demonize them. There's so much emotion that comes around food in the holiday season. Um, so focus on that. Focus on, you know, if there's certain things that you like to do with your family, where it's like building a gingerbread house or family or friends or, you know, making some holiday cookies together. Focus on that. Focus on the motion and enjoy these foods that you love, but within moderation. I mean, we know there's so many holiday treats around this time of year and that's fine. Just have that healthy balance. So, I mean, maybe you're not going to be focusing so much on your physical workouts for the next few weeks, but, um, you know, maybe you're going to be more mindful of your diet. I mean, having that strict plan can really kind of be a roadblock to you in a way. It can be a roadblock to your goals and can get you off track. So, don't feel that it's so urgent to follow this strict, I guess, meal plan and or diet, but make sure that you're enjoying yourself. And then the next day you're going to get back on track again. I always like to tell people that and have uh, some positive self-talk because that takes practice. And a lot of the time we are our own worst critics, but I mean, it's not the end of the world if you didn't follow your diet to tea that day, if you um, indulged a little bit, it's not the end of the world. Just be easy on yourself, have that positive self-talk, listen to your body and adjust your plans accordingly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is such a great advice because that is something I learned years ago, Laura. It wasn't around Christmas time, but uh, I was training really hard. I was seeing like a personal trainer a couple times a week. I was at the gym five, maybe six times a a week. Uh, You know, I was uh, really all in. I had the all in mentality. And I remember going to see my trainer, Scott, at the time on a Monday. He's like, what's wrong? You look really down. I said, Oh, man, I had nachos on Saturday. He's like, will you lighten up a little bit? Just, <laughs> it's okay. You can enjoy life uh, too. Because when you've got that all-in mentality, I mean, you're just not enjoying yourself. You're not having any fun. You're not enjoying life. That's right. And I, you know, similar to you, Jeff, I was very um, strict eating, uh, strict diet, um, sleeping, making sure my sleep was the non-negotiable, making sure sometimes I overtrained, um, training twice a day, and I wasn't listening to my body. And I find we can be really um, 
hard on ourselves. So, I mean, your physical is important, but your mental health focus on that as well. And again, there's not a specific diet or fitness plan that's a catch-all for everyone. And make it easy for yourself to get back on track. So if you know you're going to have a few indulgences on, let's say, the weekend, even if it's nachos, I mean, what are the things that you're going to do to set set yourself up for success the next day? What are the things that you can prevent so you don't spiral out of control and have those non-negotiables. So, okay, if you're going to have a few days where you are going to have, you know, a little bit more uh, treats or indulgences, make sure that's a few days, not weeks of unhealthy choices. But put yourself first. Don't beat yourself up over it. I mean, it's a few decisions over the holiday season, but overall it will make you feel um, that the holidays can be more enjoyable with your family and friends. Yeah, kind of cheat responsibly on your diet or your fitness routine, right? Like plan ahead. Uh, I was at a dinner party last weekend and I knew I was going to be overindulging uh, in food because there's going to be a lot of great food there. So throughout the day, I really kind of monitored and thought about and tracked uh, my calories, knowing that uh, I was really kind of uh, back ending my calories, if you will. They were all going to be at the end of the day at that dinner party. That's a dinner party. Okay. I mean, yeah, like have that flexibility in your day or in your week. If you know there's going to be a holiday party coming up, um, maybe, you know, be mindful of the things that you're going to be eating uh, during the day prior to the, the dinner at night and making sure that you're filling up on the fiber-rich foods, uh, the veggies, especially the fruits, getting some greens in your body and making sure that you're hydrating throughout the day. Cause that's something I think people often overlook, especially when it comes to the holiday season is making sure that you're drinking enough water throughout the day. You bet. Here with our wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis, also going to talk this week about cold showers, as if it's not cold enough already uh, outside. The temperature's been dropping the last few days, the uh, last uh, week or so. But uh, we've got scientific evidence now that cold showers, uh, they actually are good for you, Laura? You know what, Jeff, have you done this before? Have you tried, like, for 30 days, the cold shower? No, uh, I've tried the hot shower for 30 days. I, I can comment on that, but I've, I've never been a fan of the cold shower. I've seen some things and heard it's supposed to be great when it comes to what, like uh, blood flow and inflammation, that sort of thing. Yeah, it's, it's a new trend, but I still think it's a great area. And there's so many productivity gurus um, that swear by it, but there's not a lot of conclusive peer reviewed scientific and medical data that says it does amazing things for you. There's a, there's a few studies that have come out, um, but I really think not everyone can tolerate it. I don't think I could. I don't think I could do it for 30 days. I'll, I'll try maybe for five based on some research that I've been reading here. But apparently with this cold showers, a large study came out recently from the Netherlands that said that people who took a cold shower were less likely than those who took a warm shower to take time off of work due to sickness. Um, so I'm not sure... I mean, I think there needs to be more research and um, more peer-reviewed scientific research on this because there's only about 3,000 people that were surveyed and they were split into four groups. Um, but again, I don't know. I'm, I'm so indecisive about this cold water um, having all these benefits, these health benefits that people say. Um, apparently, it can make you feel more alert. And I think anytime in the morning when you're having a cold shower, whether it's for 30, 60, or 90 seconds, that will definitely make you feel more alert. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I think, like, you don't even need to have a coffee in the morning because I've cold showers. <laughs> <laughs> you up. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I can see how that blast of cold water maybe activates, I don't know, your central nervous system or, or something and uh, might make you uh, alert uh, quicker. But there's got to be benefits to a warm shower as well. I know that uh, nothing feels better. I mean, if you've worked out hard the day before and you wake up and, you know, you, you feel a little stiff, uh, a little sore, I find it very therapeutic, very soothing to have a warm shower. To have a warm shower. I know for me, especially because it's cold right now, I'd rather have a warm shower than a cold shower. But apparently research is saying that the cold water is going to help stop people from getting ill um, and it's going to help boost your immune system because of the white blood cells that are increased during cold showers. But again, there needs to be more research around that. But cold water is supposed to activate our sympathetic nervous system, which is part of our fight or flight response. Um, and that's supposed to help during cold showers. It's supposed to help increase this hormone called noradrenaline. And noradrenaline is what really will help increase our heart rate, our blood pressure. Um, and there is a, there's so many therapies right now where, and even athletes are doing this, where they're immersed in cold water or uh, cold water therapies. It's supposed to help improve circulation as well. But I think more research needs to be done around this. Yeah, as you mentioned, 30 days of cold showers. You might be able to do five, try five. I'm thinking five minutes, maybe even five seconds is all I could take. <laughs> cold showers. Uh, I, I couldn't do five minutes, Jeff. I think that's way too long for me, a five-minute cold shower. But they say, studies say, if you want to try doing this cold shower uh, method, try 30 seconds every day or 30, 60, or 90 seconds if you can do that. And the benefits are uh, apparently that it's supposed to increase your energy, focus, and these feelings of euphoria. <laughs> All right. Laura, appreciate it as always. Thanks so much uh, for this. Have a great rest of the week. You too. All right. There's Laura DeSanctis, our wellness expert. Find her on Instagram at Go With Your Gut. And we're back after this on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. <laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.